Today, I am incredibly proud to announce major progress on our bipartisan deal to make historic investments in critical infrastructure. And this effort is a perfect example of how I work every day to deliver results for Arizona. And this infrastructure is more than just pipes and pavement. It's the opportunity for Arizona families to visit their loved ones. For business. Senator Kirsten Cinema, the Democratic Senator from Arizona who riles the left for working with the right, has helped clinch a long elusive deal on infrastructure. President Joe Biden has endorsed the plan. Really good meeting. And to answer your direct question, we have a deal. Which was cobbled together over the past many weeks behind closed doors by Cinema and nine other moderate senators from both parties. The framework was rolled out Thursday. It calls for massive investments into the nation's roads and bridges, water systems, internet connectivity, cybersecurity, the buses we use to get across town and to get our kids to school. It would clean up lead-filled pipes, upgrade power grids, and clean up drinking water for 10 million Americans and more than 400,000 schools and childcare facilities. The $1.2 trillion package over eight years would not raise taxes. It would finance the plan by among other things, collecting taxes that haven't been paid, redirecting unused unemployment insurance relief funds, and repurposing unused relief funds from last year's emergency relief legislation. It's still unclear how much of this money would come to Arizona. And let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. The deal needs 60 votes to pass the Senate because of the filibuster. It faces major hurdles with progressives who say it doesn't spend enough or do enough to tackle things like climate change or address caregiving or community college costs. But with President Joe Biden's support and the support of 11 Republicans in the evenly divided 100-member chamber, it at least has a shot of passing, even if narrowly. Senator Mark Kelly, Arizona's other Democratic senator, supports the framework and had input on various fronts, from funding for ports of entries along the border to cleanup of chemicals that have contaminated water supplies in parts of Arizona. Welcome to this bonus episode of The Gaggle. I'm Yvonne Winget Sanchez. And I'm Ron Hansen. It's important to note that this framework is not finished legislation. It's a deal among a segment of the Senate. Even so, it's clearly a coup of sorts for Senator Kirsten Cinema. She's built her political brand around the idea that she can work across the aisle to help pass important legislation. Today, she moved a big step closer to her first signature legislative victory. And it happens after she has been pilloried by many in her own party for not abolishing the legislative filibuster. Cinema talked with members of Arizona's press corps after a deal was announced. She maintained on Thursday that the deal she helped broker is evidence that bipartisanship is not dead. We've now reached a bipartisan agreement on a realistic compromise framework that modernizes our nation's infrastructure and energy technologies. And that's a historic investment that's fully paid for and does not include tax increases. And as you all saw, I'm thrilled to announce that after our most recent meeting at the White House this morning, President Biden has endorsed our framework. This involves a policy area where many had suggested a bipartisan deal was possible in the Trump era. The parties could not agree on a funding plan for that, and no broad deal ever happened. So in a very literal sense, many Republicans will be able to point to things that they wanted in this kind of a deal. 
that could be harder when it comes to something like, say, overhaul of voting rights or unions. So it remains to be seen whether cinema's kind of collaborative approach is possible on more contentious matters like immigration reform and border security, voting rights, and health care. The deal cinema helped broker in some ways could serve as a rebuke to the more partisan approach her critics on the left are demanding of her unsuccessfully to this point. She said the framework is an example that legislating across party lines remains viable in an often gridlocked Washington. So right now we're working to build support in both caucuses and in the House of Representatives to get this done for Arizona. But this progress demonstrates that Republicans and Democrats can work together to address issues that matter to everyday people. And it actually follows other recent examples. Just recently, the Senate has passed a critical water infrastructure bill. We passed research, development, and manufacturing legislation that ensures American competitiveness on the global stage. And as you all know, I'm part of working groups that are negotiating how to address our broken immigration system and raise the federal minimum wage. So by working together across party lines, we're demonstrating to Americans that our government is working for all of us, and it's worthy of all of us. And so that's what I'm going to keep doing. The plan is going to impact various communities around the country if passed. In the press briefing, Cinema outlined how it could specifically affect Arizonans. In terms of how will this affect the everyday lives of Arizonans, um, one of the first things I would say is to address the issue of water, right? So as we all know, we've been in a long-term drought in Arizona, and I want to ensure that we're providing for Arizona's future water security. So that has been a big priority for me throughout these negotiations. And so our legislation invests in water storage. We do desalination conservation, water recycling, dam safety. We fully fund the aging infrastructure account. That was something that I created last year. And so in focusing on water, we're, we're working specifically to ensure that the needs of Western water infrastructure are addressed. Another section would be fire. We know that fire season is starting earlier and earlier in Arizona in recent years. So I've made a real point to engage with other Western senators to address the situation. So our framework includes funding for the projects and programs that will improve forest management, that will address fire mitigation, and that will help protect critical infrastructure from the scourge of wildfires. So those are a couple examples. There are many more. I mentioned earlier, um, I think, to Kagan's question about broadband. And our, legis our framework provides full funding to expand broadband to every part of our country, including very rural communities and including reaches through our tribal communities that have historically had a difficult time getting access to broadband. Um, so those are just a couple examples. We can certainly provide you with more granular details, but those are a few examples that are specific to Arizona that you hadn't necessarily seen in a typical infrastructure plan. This isn't the end all for this infrastructure plan. A lot more work needs to be done to make sure that President Joe Biden signs it if it makes it to his desk. It has yet to pass the Senate chamber, and House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Biden have both expressed a need for additional matters to be included legislatively for this to have their support. I'm going to work closely with Speaker Pelosi and Leader Schumer to make sure that both move through the legislative process promptly and in tandem. Let me emphasize that. And in tandem, we need physical infrastructure, but we also need the human infrastructure as well. They're a part of my overall plan. 
What we agreed on today is what we could agree on, the physical infrastructure. There was no agreement on the rest. We're going to have to do that through the budget process. But I am always willing to work with anyone um, to try and solve the problems and challenges that our country faces. And so um, I will approach the next step of working um, across party lines, working with my colleagues um, and working to try and find solutions to the rest of President Biden's priorities. Uh, what I won't do, of course, uh, as no one, in my opinion, should, is promise a specific outcome because I can only control my own behavior. But what I can do is pledge that all continue to work in good faith um, with a goal towards solving these challenges and meeting um, the needs of our country. That's it for today, Gaggle listeners. Thanks so much for listening to today's bonus episode of The Gaggle. We're going to be talking a lot more in an upcoming episode about cinema's approach to legislating and infrastructure. So be sure to subscribe to our show. And while we still have you, of course, please don't forget to rate and review our show and share it with a friend. If you want to reach out to me on Twitter, I'm at Yvonne Winget. And I'm at Ronald J. Hansen. That's H-A-N-S-E-N. Today's episode was edited and produced by Maritza Dominguez. Thanks so much for listening to The Gaggle, a podcast from the Arizona Republic and azcentral.com. We'll see you next week.